is so good. Hallelujah. Get the notes straightened out here. Praise the Lord. Well, who's ready to have revival? Is anybody ready for revival? I want to see some of those fish come in on my line, Brother Trace. Praise God. Jesus said, go and make disciples. Praise God. Bring them to church, yes, but make a disciple out of them even more, yes. Praise the Lord. Care about them, love them. You know, sometimes people just don't want to be sought after. We just have to go after them. You know, one of my biggest problems in my own life has been I have a hard time, uh, you know, bugging people because I feel bad about it. But we, we, we're in the hour right now, friend. The darkness is great. We have got to bug them. Come on. Praise God. Eventually, as brother, the brother said, when we cast our bread on the waters, it's going to come back to us in the form of souls, in the form of whatever Jesus sees fit for us. Praise the Lord. Exodus 34, 29 and it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with two tables of testimony in Moses' hands. When he came down from the mount that Moses wist not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him or while he talked with the Lord. And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone. And they were afraid to come nigh him. <laughs> they were afraid to come nigh him. Luke 9 and 28 says, And it came to pass about eight days, and eight days after these things, he took Peter and John and James and went up into a high or into a mountain to pray. And as he prayed the fashion... You catch that? And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered. Hallelujah. And his raiment was white and glistering, just simply meaning it looked like lightning was coming off of him. So we have Moses going up a mountain and God coming down to meet him powerfully. Moses was known by the law. His, his claim to fame, so to speak, if you look in the Bible, he's connected very tightly with the law. And, and, and Jesus went up the mountain in the flesh. God came down to meet them there. Praise God. Both had the glow that took place. Praise God. And praise God. Aren't you glad? You can be seated. Sorry, I could, forgot to get you to sit down, but... <laughs> God is so good to us. So Moses, one man, walked up a mountain and received a law that could never make the comers thereunto perfect. A law that largely, so to speak, was a failure because it couldn't make us what we needed to be. He went up there and he received the law. And in the receiving of the law, the Bible says, 
and it bears out in 2 Corinthians 3 that, that God's presence touched him so deeply while he was up there receiving that law that his face began to shine. And when he came down from the mountain, the Bible said they were afraid of him. Put something on your face. We can't even look at you, Moses. And they said, we did, we, you're dangerous, Moses. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, Palmer Pentecostal, it's time that some of us started getting a little bit dangerous. Oh, yes. When he got in the presence of the Word of God, it made him dangerous to them. Why was that? Because it was as if we, we joke about Brother Bear, you know, like he could see right through us when he looked at us, Pastor Harry. <laughs> but, uh, but, but that was what it was like for them. They were seeing Moses and it was like he was just like seeing every sin in their life. That's how they, they took it. It's dangerous to get around Moses because he's going to tell on me. Oh, God. Hallelujah. But we need to get a little dangerous. Is anybody willing to get dangerous? Praise God. And then Jesus, of course, he went up. And, you know, when you think of Jesus, you think of Holy Ghost, Spirit coming back, filling us and empowering us. Hallelujah. We have the foreshadowing and then we have the true Jesus Christ standing on Mount Transfiguration. And this man Moses went up there and he received the law and he went down as the only man that had the glow. And he uh, had a fading glow that eventually went away. One man. When Jesus went up, though, he's representing all of us in that now we can all have the glow. It's not impossible if the Bible says it, we can have it. Praise God. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians 4 and 6, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Anybody ever thought about what it means, Brother Bryant, to seek the face of God? I just simply think that it's as simple as that's where his mouth is. That's where his word comes from. Oh my, if you're seeking the face of God, you're seeking the word of God for your life. Praise God. So when the mountain, uh, so on these two mountain experiences, you have, you have two separate things uh, that took place. I understand both there was prayer and both there was word involved. I get that. But there was things that happened there on those mountains. Hallelujah. On one mountain, there was the unadulterated word of God that came that caused the face of Moses to glow. Oh, my, my. Hallelujah. And it's a package deal today. On the other mount of transfiguration, hallelujah, they went up and the Lord came down. There was a concerted effort to, to get closer to God. Have you ever remembered the old uh, adage or the old uh, acronym, 
P-U-S-H, push. Pray until something happens. This is what we're talking about today. To get the glow, you've got to have the unadulterated Word of God. And then you've got to push in prayer until something happens. I want the glow. I don't have it 24-7. I know people that are close. But I'm preaching to myself tonight and maybe some others that we've got to have the glow. Hallelujah. If you can take one thing away from the fact that both of those two accounts, it was the glow. Man, they had, Moses had their attention. When he came down from that mountain, the only thing they could think about is, wow, this dude is on fire. The only thing they could think about up on the Mount of Transfiguration was, wow, look at the face of our master. He is on fire. He is glowing. He's got something that we need. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's the guy with the glow. You ever notice some folks? You're like, wow, they glow. I want that. Well, you can have that. We can all have that. We frustrate us ourselves when we try to win people to God without a glow. Oh, my, my. Luke eleven thirty three. No man, when he hath lighted a candle, putteth it on a, in a secret place, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. Man, oh man, how ridiculous would it be if your lights went out and all you had was a candle to light it up and then put it in the cabinet. You're still in the dark. But my God, he is calling us to be a candle. A, a, a city set on a hill, as the Bible said. Your glow, my, my, the, my Bible says and, and bears out that your glow is for those that are in the house. It's not for us. If, it, if I've got a glow on me and I go to the grocery store, I'm not just trying to show my glow off. I'm trying to see if somebody's going to want to bite on what I've got. That's what I want. That's what I'm looking for. It's for them. You're the salt of the earth. If the salt hath lost its savor, hallelujah, hallelujah, wherewith shall it be salted? Praise God. Hallelujah. Brother Robbie, where are you at? Salt. Hallelujah. Changes everything around it. And he goes on to talk about a city set on a hill, a light. Light changes everything around it. Praise God. Neither do man put uh, uh, light a candle, put it under a bushel. Same setting of Scripture. There is no substitute for the glow. Does anybody believe that today? There's no, turn to somebody and say, there's no substitute for the glow. What is the source of our glow today? Well, it's quite plain and it's quite biblical. 
The Bible says in Acts 1.8, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Luke 24.49, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And that's exactly what they did in Acts Acts chapter 2 and 1 through 4, the Bible says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. They were on fire by the Spirit, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance trying to tell you about how you can receive the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you today what the source of my joy is, what the source of my glow is, what the source of any fire that I have, any salt that I have in myself, any light that's in us today is the source. Hallelujah. And Peter said unto them, Acts 2, 38 and 9, Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise that Holy Ghost is unto you, your children, them that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. John 7 and 38, Jesus said, He that believeth on me as the Scriptures hath said. Very important, very key. Hallelujah. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. In one place, Jesus breathed on them. Pastor Herring, you've said it before, significant of, of the day of Pentecost. He blew on them and said, receive the Holy Ghost. And so they did in Acts chapter 2, as we read. Romans 8, 9 says, now any, any man hath not the Spirit of Christ. The Bible says he's none of his, but praise God, he's a river that never runs dry. He's a fountain that never stops flowing. He's a gift that never stops giving. He's the way and the truth and the life inside of us. It's power that is endless. It's a fire that never stops burning. It's a comfort that never stops comforting. It gives life that is never ending. Hope that never stops. Greater is he that is in me, in you, than he that is in the world. It's the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. It's the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead living inside of us. I'm telling you the source of our joy and glow is the Holy Ghost. Praise the name of Jesus. Acts 4 and 13 says when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled. They marveled. Only a few places in the Bible that says people marveled. Jesus marveled a couple of times there in Scripture. These men marveled. They were scratching their head going, what is up with these guys? They took knowledge of them, though, and that they had been with Jesus. Something on their face, some kind of a lion-like look that they could see on them. Hallelujah. They knew that they were spending time in prayer. The Bible says as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth 
children. There's something about there's something about a woman in travail with her face is all disfigured. There's something about when you get in prayer and you start praying to where your face is changed, your countenance is changed. Hallelujah. You start quoting the scripture. You start you start praying and seeking God and loving God. And before long something happens in you. Hallelujah. If we want revival today, we're going to have to change our countenance in prayer and make it happen. T.W. Barnes said that God must be or can be absorbed. Brother Billy Cole said this, that prayer is still the answer to revival or for revival. Amos 6 and 1 said, though woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Now, this scripture here, I'm almost done shortly here. This scripture here, you, you've got to just, just absorb this here. Take this in. This is for you. This is the word of God. Let it, let it, let it just become yours. Let it absorb into you. Because this is us. This is where we're at right now, in my opinion. Isaiah 60 and 1 says, Arise, shine. For thy light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. That's prophecy to you right out of the book. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. That's where we're at right now. But the Lord shall rise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes around about and see. Reminds me of what Jesus said. All they that gather, all, uh, excuse me, all they gather themselves together, they come to thee. Thy sons shall come from far. Thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thy heart shall fear and be enlarged. Because the abundance of the sea, that's people, shall be converted unto thee, and the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. I receive that. Praise God. Palmer is going to have revival. I receive it. John 4 and 35 says, Say ye not, there are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. Praise God. I was going to do one more scripture, but I think I'll not. Praise God. Is anybody in this house interested in receiving the Holy Ghost today? We have, I'm talking for the first time or you haven't had it for a while. Is anybody willing to be bold enough to come down to this altar and pray and let the glow of God come on you again or for the first time? I'm telling you, we won't hurt you. We won't do anything harsh to you. We'll just pray with you very kindly and very lovingly. Lord God, is anybody, is anybody bold enough to come down this morning? Uh, whether you uh, just want to get it all over again 
Well, for the first time. Come on, somebody. Why don't we come and pray this morning just a little. Let, let the glory of God come. We got to have the glow, somebody. We've got to have the glow. It's the only way we're going to make the difference in this end hour is if we walk in this thing. Come on down. Somebody pray this morning. We haven't been long at all. We can do a little praying here. Hallelujah, Jesus.